Welcome back to Tri-States After the Buzzer, part of the Dubuque Area Sports Podcasting Network. As always, this is everybody's favorite coach, Coach Manaman, and this season of basketball coverage would not be possible if it was not for our great local sponsors, Nolan Weber Insurance through American Family Insurance, Extreme Strength in Sports Performance, Tricor Insurance Company, Kramer Pest Control, Bar Raising Fitness, Foley Distributing, and Advance Wellness Center. If you are not following us on social media, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram, Dubuque Area Sports Podcast. You can find me on X at Coach Manaman. If you are a podcast person, like, subscribe, follow, Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere podcasts can be heard. Now stick around as we hear from one of our great local sponsors, and then we welcome in our guest. Nolan Weber Insurance through American Family Insurance is a proud sponsor of Contact Nolan or a member of his crew at 563-258-5467 to request a quote. You can also find this highly reviewed agent on Facebook by searching Nolan Weber Insurance. Joining us via the Nolan Weber Agency Hotline through American Family Insurance is the senior Ram big man, Tevin Schultz. Tevin, welcome to Tri-States After the Buzzer. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. Super excited. You have one of the hottest teams in the state. You have to have a player on from the Rams, so I appreciate you joining me let's talk about the rams the rams are currently at the top of the mississippi division in the tough mississippi valley conference what is it about this rams team that makes them so tough um i think the main thing is the dedication we put in at practices and um our main focus and goals uh, one thing that we love doing is playing defense and shutting teams down. So usually we we spend we spend about an hour every practice uh, playing defense, and that's pretty much the main goal. Um, after that, we have to focus in on offense and make sure that gets rolling, so that uh, when it comes to games, we shut teams down and then we put a bunch of points on the board. That's always been a staple of Wendell Imer's teams for as long as I can remember. He, when he first started, didn't have the scores and the big dogs around the area like he does now. And his teams were always competitive with pressure defense, really good defense. Right now, Cedar Rapids Kennedy is currently not only the top dog in the conference, but the top dog in the entire state. You played them a couple weeks ago, didn't fare too well. What did you and the Rams take away from that defeat that Kennedy handed you and your teammates a few weeks back? Um, I think the main thing was uh, kind of where where we're at. I mean, we we put up a fight. We probably one of our 
better defensive games. Couldn't get it going on offense. They had a really good defense going, but uh, we we saw what it what it takes to uh, beat pretty much the best team in the state. And if we see them uh, maybe in a sub-state or at state, we definitely know what we have to work on and how hard and physical we have to play during the game in order to take them down. Tevin, no coach is ever going to tell you this or admit this, but I know that when I coach for 20 years, sometimes the best thing for a team was a loss. I know that I coach some very talented teams and sometimes we might not work as hard in practice because we were 15 and 0 or sometimes we might not work as hard in practice or our effort might not be there because we won our first 10 games and sometimes all it takes is for a loss to see where the flaws are so I'm hoping if you meet Cedar Rapids Kennedy again, the Rams can fine tune those things that led to that loss and, and come out with a victory. You're currently second on the Rams in scoring at just over 12 points a game. Last year, you came off the bench. This year, you're a starter. What improvements did you make from last year? Um, well, one of them would be uh, obviously doing the work in the weight room. Uh, we had a, I had a long discussion with coach Imers, uh, after the season. And one of the main things was to pretty much get stronger. So, uh, and then pretty much the entire off season, just gotta, gotta keep working on, uh, shooting, uh, free throws, which is better than last year I've been. And just staying on top of, uh, my post game is how how it translates to a game so last year I think was a difficult year for you not basketball related but just maybe culture and team related I know when I coached if I would bring a younger player up to my squad that players that were already in the locker room or were in the dugout or families that were involved in the program would always struggle with that my son is a senior and he's played in your program for so many years and now you have this kid that's a freshman or a sophomore and you're moving them up to play ahead of my son it's a difficult situation to be in as a coach and as a player and as a family how did your teammates last year for the rams embrace you being a freshman on the varsity team, it's pretty rare, especially in basketball. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, with all the off-season work that we've done, and you know, especially last year, we or this summer we played about thirty games in June, and that's almost the same as last year. Um, I mean, just the road trips up to tournaments and. You know, playing with each other for a month straight really gets you used to each other and building relationships off the court gets you better for when you're on the court and when it's time for the season, you know, everyone's got your trust, everyone knows you and it's just the important part about it is just kind of being a part of that uh, family. That's the chemistry is what you need. 
it sounds like Coach Imers does a nice job of building that culture in the preseason, putting in work during your summer workouts so that when you can hit the ground running when practice officially starts and games officially start, you've already worked your way in and have the trust of the teammates and the coaching staff, correct? Right. Is there anybody on the team or maybe that has since graduated that kind of took you under their wing and, and helped you out and helped you get through the grind of a high school season? Hayden Jacobs Meyer. Um, I mean, coming in as a freshman and getting used to our coaches plant or coaching style, it was, it was pretty different than what I've been used to. So, you know, getting on you when you're on a mistake because he cares it's it's easy to sit there and uh, um put your head down just because you made a mistake but he really made it clear that you know the game just goes on and you just got to keep your head up and he was one main person who helped me out Tevin, was last year the first time in your playing career where you came off the bench regularly um, I mean, I've played with a couple teams in a tournament, like two or three tournaments where I came off the bench, probably. How does the mindset change coming off the bench compared to starting? And how did your mindset change from this year coming in as a projected starter, where last year they kind of worked you in slowly? Right. Um, I'd say definitely... The mindset, it it doesn't change too much, but when you're coming off the bench, um, I mean, pretty much you're not going to get as much minutes as the starters. So really the one thing you got to focus on is when you're in there, you just got to make it count. You know, if you get a good look, like for me, if I got a good look in the post, I'm going to put it in. If we have... If we're going down on defense, I'm going to play hard defense. Just just got to make the minutes count. You're right with making the minutes count. I can think of when I watch basketball and the teams I've always enjoyed watching, whether it's professional and the San Antonio Spurs when they were good and the Michigan State Spartans, they always had that six or seven guy that came off the bench. And sometimes they were just that spark of energy or they were that – bolt that that team needed just to get something sparked. And and the great thing about coming off the bench is if you come off the bench and you give them two or three good minutes and you're solid, sometimes it's hard to, to take you off the court where if the starters are in and they're struggling, sometimes it's difficult to put a starter back in if things weren't flowing well, where if you bring in a different set or a new set of guys and things are going well, it's difficult to change. Here's a quick timeout from our action as we hear from one of our great sponsors, Jerry Albert from Exit Realty. Jerry Albert with Exit Realty here. I just want all the listeners to know that I'm a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Enjoy watching them uh, work hard and perform during the games if there's anything any of the listeners ever need when it comes to real estate residential or commercial please give me a call 319-541-2000 
888-238-3381, and I look forward to helping all the listeners out. Call the area athletes. Good luck. I reached out to your trainer, Jacob Kerman, from Extreme Strength and Sports Performance. I wanted to get a quote about you because I've seen you in the classroom. I've seen you on the court, but I've never really seen you work out. And anybody interested in Jacob or his business, he currently does have a new episode out. It's in our catalog. If you just search Dubuque Area Sports Podcast anywhere where you can find podcasts. But Jacob Kerman describes you as this start quote. He comes in after workouts and practices for extra sessions and always gives 100%. You will not find a harder worker on or off the court and a great kid wise beyond his years. He is always willing to go the extra mile for himself and others. End quote. Hearing your trainer, I'm sure you look up to Jacob Kerman quite a bit. What does that mean to you hearing somebody say that, knowing that he's trained some of the top athletes in our area? I mean, I got a smile on my face right now. It, it feels pretty good. Uh, one of my goals with him is to be one of those top athletes that he's trained. And obviously, uh, one thing about him, he just makes, he makes the workout environment so fun. And I'm, I'm trying to get some of my uh, friends who play play basketball or are serious in sports. I'm trying to get them to come to him because it's just a lot of fun training there. And yeah, think about where you were before you started training at Extreme Strength and Sports Performance, and before you started working with Jacob Kerman. If you had to pinpoint a couple things that he really helped you on to take your game to the next level, what would it be? Number one thing would uh, most likely be athleticism. I mean, starting out, I mean, uh, jumps, my vertical wasn't too high. Um, lateral quit quickness was kind of slow, which you really need for basketball. And, uh, just hand-eye coordination also. I mean, yeah, just going in and working as hard as I could, and his programs are great enough to help me succeed and get more athletic, explosive, to help me in a game. When I'm out and about, whether it's officiating or out for dinner, walking through the mall to go shopping, and, and people approach me about sports and people approach me about high school basketball, Sometimes they don't have a stake in the game. They just want to go watch good athletes and they just want to go watch good basketball. And I've told them senior, if you want to go see some really good basketball, if you're in Dubuque, it's a short drive away. How would you describe your game to the listeners who haven't had an opportunity to see you play? Um, I'd say... Personally, my game is uh, to set – one, one thing I love doing is setting hard screens because um, in, in our program, we have a lot of stuff where we, we work bigs on ball screens and post up. Uh, another great thing I love to do is just hit someone down low and post up and get an open look for a touch. Um 
if you're for for our for senior basketball, we love we love our big guys and feeding feeding the ball in the post whenever it's wide open. Um, we also have a lot a lot of better uh, shooting ability this year too. Um, so obviously, when those double teams start coming. You got wide open looks for threes, which we can knock down. And then our transition offense is also one thing that we look to do every game. Like, get out and run and try and catch, you know, our defenders uh, off guard because they're not ready for us to come full speed at them. Are you getting double teamed a lot this year, or is a lot of the double team being shifted to Jacob Williams? Um. I think one example I have is uh, last night we played uh, the first half. Jacob, he was getting double teamed, and they were taking him away. So I was getting a lot of good looks. And then it seemed for the second half, they started double teaming me, and then Jacob had tons of open looks to get going. So, I mean, I guess their main goal because I think he's averaging around 19 or 20 right now. So their first goal is to double him. But then that might leave a guard or me wide open. And then they have to decide if they're going to keep doubling him or if they're going to double me. But when they double me, that's going to leave him wide open. Looking at it right now, it's almost that you're the two-headed monster down below. Jacob Williams currently averaging just above 18 points. You're just averaging under 13 points. You mentioned the doubles and your teammates hitting some big shots. We got Cooper Porter, who has been on fire at 50% from the three-point range. Drake Medinger at 34% from the three-point range. And then Nick Kennedy, who's really not known much as a score, also has some range from three as well. He's hitting them at about 23%, but also has been doing really well at finding the open man and directing that very complicated Rams offense. Last year, the Rams were one game away from state. What do the Rams need to do this year to try to avoid the upset that happened last year in the sub-state final? So I think for this year, uh, when it comes to sub-state, you know, every possession is really important. And even offensively and defensively, it's really important. So I think one thing for this year, if we don't want to get upset, when it comes to that sub-state final game, we all have to stay together. And we can't have a bunch of guys on the court, you know, all on one page. And... It comes down to leadership and our unity, pretty much. So this year, we just have to be—we have to be mentally tough, strong, physical, and we all have to play as a team if we want to go to state. Tevin, I can't thank you enough for being a guest on the show. Last question I have for you before we hit that walkaway three right at the buzzer is. Senior and beyond, what does the future hold for Tevin Schultz? What would you like to accomplish the last two and a half years? You're going to be a Ram, and then 
beyond if you'd like to continue playing basketball at the college level? Right. As a Ram right now, the most important goal is win conference championship. I want to give us the best chance to win a conference championship every year and then move on to going to state because that state banner and going to Des Moines is a really good experience I've heard. So for high school, that's the number one goal. And then I would love to play uh, collegiate, most likely division one. That would be one of the main goals I have too for beyond high school. Tevin, I can't tell you, not only am I excited to follow your journey, but there's a lot of people in the area pulling for you following you on your journey as well. Best of luck to you, your Ram teammates, the Ram coaching staff, and all of Ram Nation on finishing out a successful 2024 basketball season. Thank you for listening to another episode of Tri-States After the Buzzer, part of the Dubuque Area Sports Podcasting Network. If you have not already, give us a follow on social media, Facebook and Instagram, Dubuque Area Sports Podcast, and don't forget to leave a five-star review on Apple or Spotify.